on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You are watching Ticker today. We are discussing the concerns from within the tech sector over the dangers of AI and how many tech leaders, including Elon Musk, are actually the most vocal in their calls for greater regulation in the space. For more, we're joined by tech reporter from The Messenger, Ben Powers. While we've heard a lot from Elon Musk when it comes to safety, have we actually seen it take place? Are things better? Is it a safer platform under Musk? I think it's hard to say, but I think the fact of the matter is that when I talk to people that do third-party content moderation, they plug into other platforms that help handle it. When I speak to people at other tech companies and social media platforms, they say it's really hard to do in the first place. And so if you're sort of stripping down the basis of a company that relies heavily on it, it's going to be an issue. And we're seeing that with advertisers, right? The reason they don't want to go to the platform is because they're seeing a rise in things like hate speech. They're seeing their products being put next to, you know, something like a neo-Nazi meme or something like that. And that's not what they want their products associated with. So, you know, it's, it's hard to tell. The company's really been buttoned up about this. They're not sharing a lot of info. Um, you know, the head of trust and safety recently left that was hired under Musk. And so it's it's really continuing an exodus that we're seeing. So I think it's going to continue to get worse before it gets better. And that's made all the more problematic by the fact that in the U.S., at least we have elections coming up. And that's going to provide, you know, a whole lot of fuel to this fire that's already raging. Very much so. Um, Australia's e-safety commissioner, I'm sure you're not quite across it, but says uh, there have been more complaints about online hate on Twitter in the past year than any other platform. Complaints have spiked since Elon Musk's takeover of the company back in October. That's the Australian angle. They're actually threatening fines and other countries have also been pretty concerned about this as well, particularly in Europe and Canada too. Talk to me about what Elon Musk had proposed to do to try to resolve those issues, because as I mentioned in my intro, he was pretty outspoken on it when he took over. He said it needs to become a safer place. He believed that technology would be the way and algorithms and uh, I guess AI in a sense would be able to determine what is hate speech and to keep it out of your feed. I mean, I think there's a lot of different angles to go with there. I'm not necessarily sure he promised it would be a safer place. You know, he wanted it to be this this free speech haven that we talked about previously. He is a self-described free speech absolutist. And what people were pointing out when he was talking about this was the fact that you know, different laws apply in different companies when it comes to what free speech is. You can't just have one company that spans the globe, but it can be that thing everywhere. And so the EU is cracking down on him and also considering fines and stuff like that if they don't you know, if he doesn't bring kind of curtailment on hate speech around there, we're into alignment. But, and I think tech, you know, tech's helpful. Tech's not a panacea for anything though. And particularly when it comes to content moderation, there's things like context, there's things like humor, there's all these different human elements that need to go into it and why you need a set of human eyes on it. You know, preferably somebody who's not having to look at things constantly for 12 hours a day, given how much content goes up on the internet. And so I think tech is not going to be a thing that solves this in its entirety. It's interesting when you are facing these sorts of concerns that he decides to uh, essentially give an amnesty, 62,000 banned or suspended accounts, some of which had more than a million followers to say, look, we're losing two of our safety execs within a week, uh, but hey, we're doing this. It feels like it's counterintuitive given, as you mentioned, brand safety concerns too. It is. And that's that's a bit of uh, you know the frustration ex experts I've spoken to have had about it is because you can't just allow people in mass back on the platform that have violated or been banned for various reasons and then strip away the protections for the people that are already there. 
Um, you know, even as you know, we talked about the fact that he let uh, former President Donald Trump back on the platform. Trump hasn't been posting on it yet. He's sticking to True Social, which is a, his own social media platform. So we're seeing selective use in some cases. And then we're seeing some of these accounts get banned again. And then it kind of kick up this whole kerfuffle that we saw under previous leadership, which had its own issues around content moderation. You know, I don't want to absolve them completely and say they were doing it perfectly because they weren't. But it really does show this this conflict between what Musk thought he might have been able to turn Twitter into and what the reality is of what it can be, particularly when it comes to, you know, spending $44 billion on it and trying to, you know, put it back into the category of earning money rather than just losing it. And I don't see an easy way out of that. He hasn't shown the ability to turn it around in the short time that he's had it. Yeah. So first he's got to find the money to be able to bring on these content moderation teams or create the technology to be able to do so. And if he spends too much time with that, investors in Tesla and SpaceX get pretty annoyed with that as well. What do you think the answer is for Musk from this point in? I know it's a, a difficult question. I mean, if I had the answers for that, maybe I would have my own social media company, <laughs> but I don't. Um, well, you gave you it know, a I name a little worth- earlier. No, I think it's worth pointing out the fact that those teams were in place, right? He stripped it down for parts to try and cut costs at the company. So it's not a matter of the the money wasn't there necessarily. He was trying to get to a certain point and still failed to do so, despite the fact that he cut about 75% of the staff itself. And so I think that it's, yeah. I really, I mean, it's, it's old hat, but it does involve people. You can't solve it with tech. So yeah. it's not, it's not a clear answer. And I don't But have you got to have the money. And that is the biggest issue. Ben Powers, always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Ben Powers there from The Messenger. That is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. See you soon.